Hey friend, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here listening to another episode of the Pattern Design Circle podcast. Here we talk all about the ins and outs of designing knit and crochet patterns and running a business that makes it all possible. I'm Jessica, your host, knitting pattern designer, design mentor, and the friend in your ear. Can't wait to dive right in. The Pattern Design Circle podcast is sponsored by the Pattern Design Circle, a membership community for knit and crochet pattern designers that are feeling lost, lonely, or frustrated in their business. It connects you with a supportive community that's always eager to answer your questions and help you through the hard times. And there's loads of resources and activities specifically catered to business and designing. Sound like your jam? Check it out at snickerdoodleknits.com forward slash design dash circle. That's snickerdoodle like the cookie, knits, K-N-I-T-S dot com forward slash design dash circle. All right, let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Pattern Design Circle podcast. As always, I'm so excited to be here chatting with you. And it's been a hot minute since I've recorded. Um, so anyway, we're continuing today our series on on marketing overviews. So we've been looking at just little overviews of different platforms that you can market on, the pros and the cons and how at a very zoomed out look um, what marketing on those platforms looks like. So today we are continuing this series by talking about marketing on Pinterest. And Pinterest is one of the most powerful platforms that I think we can be utilizing and are underutilizing as an industry because Pinterest is so catered to hobbyists and crafters and DIYers, like our customers, the folks who love to create things and they're looking for things like recipes and knitting patterns. So anyway, we're going to get into talking about what Pinterest is, uh, why you might want to be using it, how to use it, uh, different tools you can use, um, all the things. So if you're not not familiar with Pinterest, um, it is a platform that utilizes SEO, which is search engine optimization, and it's a whole bunch of pictures and videos of inspirational content, basically. Uh, you can use it for travel stuff. You can use it for outfit stuff, clothing. Um you can use it for recipes. You can use it for craft stuff. You can use it for inspirational quotes. Um, and so then the idea is that as a consumer, as a user of the platform, you see all of these things that then you just pin the things that you really love. And if you want to go buy it, if you want to learn more about it, you can click on the pin and it takes you directly to the website. You can read the blog post, you can buy the thing, all of those things. So um, the idea of Pinterest is that they really want it to be an inspirational platform, which I think is perfect for creatives. It's, it's perfect for folks who love to be inspired, who love to have all of the different ideas. Um, another reason why I think Pinterest is so amazing is that it links directly to your content. When we're using social media platforms like 
Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. I don't, I'm not actually that familiar with a lot of the social media. I focus on Instagram, but um, our social media platforms, they're trying to get people to stay on their social media platform. They're not trying to send people to your website. Pinterest is trying to send people to your website. They want you, they, they want their customers to feel satisfied in what they're finding, um, to feel inspired and to actually have what they need to do what they want. Um, whether that's purchasing, creating, all of the things, uh, feeling inspired and motivated. Uh, so I love that on Pinterest, our pins are directly linked. That means that you don't have to say, click the link in my bio every single time you share something. Uh, that means that they know that they can just click the pin and it's going to open up whatever you say it's going to open up. I hope that you're honest. You're not trying to fool people that you are actually giving them what you say you're going to give them. Um, but it's so perfect for linking to a product page. Um, whether that's on Etsy or Ravelry or your website, it's perfect for linking to a freebie, your lead magnet. Um, if you haven't listened to the episode on email marketing, that's what this is all about. It is so perfect for sharing your lead magnet um, and getting people on your email list. Like most of my email list is from Pinterest. And anyway, uh, and then what was I saying? Oh, all the different places you can link stuff, all the different kinds of things you link. Did I say blog posts, um, tutorials, YouTube videos, all of the kinds of things. So um, another amazing thing with Pinterest that is similar to blogging and websites is the SEO, the fact that it is searchable. So when somebody goes on Pinterest and they click, they type in free sock knitting pattern, they are looking specifically for a free sock knitting pattern. It's not like Instagram where you're like, sending it out to the masses and hopefully somebody wants a free sock knitting pattern. Um, instead, it's it's directly linking the person who's looking for it with the thing that they're looking for, which means that the people that are clicking on your links are warm leads, which means that they're very interested in what you're creating. They are um, in a place where they're more likely to want to sign up for that free lead magnet or to buy the pattern or to watch the YouTube tutorial. Um, another amazing thing that Pinterest, folks who love Pinterest have been telling us forever is that pins last forever. The lifetime of a pin, I don't even know anymore the statistic, but it lasts so much longer than our Instagram, our TikTok, our Twitter, any of our social medias. Um, because it doesn't just like disappear in the feed. It's there anytime somebody wants to search for it. Um, as an example, I have not pinned something new to my Pinterest boards in over a year. And I'm still getting 35,000 monthly views on my profile. I haven't done any work. And I still have thousands of people seeing my stuff. Now, I won't say that my my Pinterest strategy, I've never been 
very honed in on my Pinterest strategy. I've never been very particular about it. Um, so it's not utilized nearly as well as it could be. That is definitely something I want to work on in the future. Absolutely. Um, but it just shows the power of Pinterest and why I keep thinking, I really should be doing more on Pinterest. Why am I focusing all my time on Instagram when I should be doing more Pinterest? Um, so that's, that's a, uh, I guess, little vulnerability there. But it is so true. The lifetime of a pin on Pinterest makes your effort worth so much more. Um, and then, like I mentioned, it's it's catered to a very specific kind of audience who's looking for DIY, looking for inspiration, looking to learn new things, and looking to buy. The stats, I don't remember any of the stats off the top of my head, but the stats are that somebody on Pinterest is several times more likely to buy than somebody on other platforms. Like they're just, it's a platform where they're they're looking for a solution. And so they're ready to solve their problem. They're looking like, even, even if they're not specifically looking for something, if they're just scrolling, because Pinterest, yes, has an algorithm, just like everything else on the internet. Um, and so it's, it knows what folks are typically pinning and what they're likely to be interested in. Um, and so if it's showing them your knitting patterns, because they tend to pin knitting patterns, maybe they're not ready to buy right now. But when they're looking for something or they're like, I really want to make a project, what should I make next? Your pin will be there to inspire them. And it might just be the perfect project that they didn't know they were looking for. Um, something else that I think is really interesting about Pinterest is that you're, you're doing more attracting and less nurturing. So when we talked about, um, I think we talked about on email, maybe on the email segment podcast episode, uh, like the customer buyer journey, we might've talked about this in the marketing 101 podcast episode as well. Um, so when we're talking about this this buyer journey, we have the different phases. We have when you're attracting them, and then we have like once they're on your email list and you're nurturing them and you're wanting to take care of them um, to build the like no trust and to just continue to show them that you care about them and all of that kind of thing. Um, and then we have once they buy. So Pinterest is people can follow you. But it's not the same kind of nurturing, really, um, that we see on other platforms or on email lists. Um, really, it's it's all about attracting them and selling to them. Like it's it maybe it's not even so much attracting them; it's selling to them. Like you don't even have to worry about creating all the different kinds of content um, because you're just telling them, "Hey, I have this thing for you." come check it out. Come read the blog post. Come sign up for my email list so that you can get this free thing. Come buy this knitting pattern. Um, and I don't know, in a lot of ways that feels really nice because it's like, don't have to worry about all the other pieces to the marketing puzzle for this platform specifically. Now, of course, I recommend that you 
use Pinterest in conjunction with an email list. So you're going to be nurturing your people on your email list. But I like to think of it as like Pinterest is the the attracting slash buying. Like it's it's the beginning touch points. Um, but when the beginning touch points are to a hot audience or a warm audience, um, you or leads, then you are going to be selling to them. Uh, and then you get to focus on the nurturing on your email list. I don't know. I think that's cool. So, uh, and then the last thing on my why for why you might love Pinterest is, and I'm sure we could think of a lot more, but uh, for the sake of time, <laughs> um, the last item on my list was that Pinterest cares more about quality than about quantity. And this is something that has shifted in the last few years. It used to be that Pinterest strategy was pin several pins every day and all this. Um, but now they're like, actually, we don't want you pinning the same thing over and over again. We don't want you just throwing out a bunch of stuff. We really want this to be a beautiful platform that people are inspired by. They really want to, um, like the customers really want to come onto the platform and feel inspired and want to create the things and buy the things and all of that. So, um, I think that's really nice as a creator, as a business owner and a marketer to know that it's not just about pushing lots of stuff out. It's about creating quality things that people are actually excited to look at and to pin. And as people pin, um, you're going to have and click through, Pinterest is going to show it to more people. So, um, all right, let's talk about how you use Pinterest. What's What's the technology like? So you create videos or images that are going to catch your ideal customer's eye. Uh, in some ways, I think of it more as like a, a YouTube thumbnail where this is this is catching their attention, which I mean, really, it is the same idea as Instagram or something else. But um, Pinterest trying to think I don't think any of their videos it might depend on your settings I don't think the videos audio auto play um so you know like your your graphic needs to get folks' attention to actually open it up and click the link um anyway so the idea is that you're creating this video or this image that's really catching folks' eye and making them interested to want to learn more, making them interested to want to click through. You can also repurpose content from other platforms. So if you're on social media, you can use those images and videos and post them on, on Pinterest as well. Now, Understanding what do does well on both platforms is really helpful. You can do that through testing. Um, but the first step is to create the content. <laughs> create something that folks are, like, it's going to actually catch their eye. Now, the cool thing I like about Pinterest as well is that you can have one piece of content, like, say, your YouTube tutorial video or your blog post or your knitting pattern. And then you can create 10 different videos or images, pins, 
that all relate to that same thing. So it could just be talking about like for let's, okay. So let's say a blog post, you have a blog post that you want to share on Pinterest. You can have two different pins that have the blog title on it and use different images and colors and things like that. And then you can have two different images that are different quotes from the blog post. And then you can have, um, maybe two other images that are um, like different ways to say what is in the the blog post. So maybe your blog post is how to write a knitting pattern. And then something else is going to say three tips to pattern writing or what not to do when writing a pattern or how to write the perfect pattern. You know, like different things like that. You could have like different wording um, and you can use keywords um, on your images and in your title um, to really attract the right kind of person for for your blog post um, or whatever it is you're looking at. So for a pattern, you can have 10 different pins that show different images and have different graphics and things like that on, on the pin. So you can play with different colors, you can play with different texts, different photos, um, all for one link that you're sending folks to. This can also be used for testing. So as you look at, say you've created 10 pins for a pattern, and now you've done this for five patterns and you realize, oh, these colors seem to really be working better. They're performing much better than these other colors. So you want to do more of that. Uh, Might be different things like maybe having a clip of you knitting the item is performing better than just a a static photo. Or uh, maybe it's somehow the way that you word it, rather than saying that it is a crescent shawl knitting pattern, um, calling it a cozy textured shawl seems to be doing better. Just different things like that, paying attention to what people are really clicking on and interested in. Because that's saying that you know, it's not a matter of the end product of what folks are actually interested in. It's a matter of what you are telling them in your marketing, uh, how you're describing your item to get them to click that's actually resonating with them. So once you've created your graphic, your image, your video, whatever you're using, you upload it, and then you add a title, you add a description, and you add the link. All of these things, well, not not the link necessarily. I don't know for sure about the link, but the title, the description, and your graphic are all searchable by Pinterest. So as long as your text is easy to read by the computer, um, Pinterest will use that in their keyword research. So if you have a different description, like different text on the image than the title, um, that gives you more keywords that Pinterest is actually searching your pin for to to show folks. Pinterest also scans the image itself. It looks at what's in the image and it's like, oh, hey, this is yarn. Like if you have skeins of yarn or whatever. So then it's like somebody's searching for yarn, Pinterest will show you the pin based on the image as well, which is really cool. So um, you add all of that information, uh, and then you can post it through Pinterest or through another app. And 
after it's been out for a little while, pay attention to the analytics. They've got a whole analytics session section that shows how your pins are performing, what folks are clicking on, what folks are um, opening, what folks are seeing, impressions, um, all of that. Now, Pinterest also in the last couple of years has introduced what they call idea pins. If you're familiar with Instagram, idea pins are a lot like Instagram carousels um, in that there are several you can have several slides of images or videos for folks to click through so or swipe through. So um, say you want to share three tips, you can say three tips for X, Y, Z, and then tell folks to swipe or, you know, have an arrow to show them to swipe. And then as they swipe through, you can do a different tip on each of those slides. Um, so that's a way to provide value in a simple way. Um, on an idea pin that they can just swipe through rather than clicking through to a link. Those are at least the last that I heard. They are not, and I just checked this the other day on the website to make sure. Um, they, you cannot send those to a direct link. So those are the kinds of posts that you can't like click a, uh, put a direct link to the pin. Like they can't just click the photo and it brings them there. What you do instead in those cases are like on the last, image of the the idea pin i was said carousel of the just the the images or the videos is you tell them what to do you give them a call to action so you can say subscribe for more like this um and then when they go to your bio and they subscribe they'll see your website they might click through to your website um or maybe it just helps them see more of your content in the future so that is the one caveat to the other information I was providing. Um, I personally have not yet used the idea pins. I know that I am late on the trends. I know that Pinterest has definitely been pushing them for a while now. Um, so there's that. But um, we also, if you want more interest, more information on Pinterest specifically, or any of the other yeah, any of the other marketing uh, discussions I've had here <laughs> inside of the Pattern Design Circle, I have guests that specifically speak to this. So we had a guest who talked all about um, SEO on Pinterest. We had a guest who talked or Pinterest using Pinterest and SEO. Um, we have had several guests talk about social media or not using social media. Um, we've had guests talking about email lists all of the things. So um, if you're not a member of the Pattern Design Circle and you would like more additional information that is fully specifically catered to pattern designers and how to use it, um, consider joining Pattern Design Circle. <laughs> uh, okay, so then where you can post. Pinterest allows you to post inside of the app. Um, which this is another thing I should have said earlier when I mentioned that you can reuse or repurpose content from other platforms like TikTok and Instagram. Um, if it, your item is exporting with a logo like the Pinterest logo or the Tailwind, not the Tailwind, the TikTok logo, um, know that 
all of the platforms don't love when you are uploading content from another platform. Like, it just doesn't look that great on them. Like, if you're swiping through on Pinterest and you see all the stuff from TikTok, you're like, shouldn't I just be on TikTok? <laughs> um, so they don't really want you to have all these watermarks and logos from other websites. Um, just FYI. But of course, you can still do it. You can see how it performs, things like that. But FYI on repurposing specifically. Okay, so that's what I was saying. You can post inside Pinterest. You can schedule things inside Pinterest, um, upload, add the links, all of those different kinds of things. Um, they didn't used to have that feature or didn't used to work quite as well. So there are at least one, there is at least one um, other platform that you can use to schedule content and look at analytics and all that kind of thing. Um, and that is Tailwind, Tailwind app. I do have an affiliate link because I use Tailwind um, that if you join, you get a discount and I don't remember what the discount is. I forgot to look that up. I apologize, um, but it will be in the the description of this podcast. So if you are interested in checking out Tailwind, go ahead and click the link. Um, I do get a certain amount of money if you do use the link, um, but then it also gives you a discount. So anyway, uh, so you can use Tailwind or you can use Pinterest. Both allow you to upload and to add all of the informations and to review your analytics. Um, Tailwind also has additional features like it has a built-in area where you can create your pins, uh, you can have your brand colors, and then it auto-generates. So like you can you could put give it uh, a title or like a that what you might want to put on the pin itself for words. You can give it images and you can tell it your brand colors and your brand fonts, and then it will just auto-populate. A whole bunch of different pins and you can use those. Um, so that's really cool for quick content creation if you don't already have a bunch of templates that you're using um, that you've created yourself for your brand. Um, Tailwind also has the ability to, which I think used to be more beneficial than it is now from what I've heard from Pinterest experts, um, but you could have the ability to put things in like different categories and have them cycle through the content so that, you know, it'd go through every year and post these different posts to your boards and things like that. Um, more recently, Pinterest has said, hey, we don't really want you pinning the same thing over and over again. <laughs> um, but that is, that is an option that's nice for something else really nice with um, Tailwind is that you can tell it to post to different boards. Um, so like, say you're part of group boards, then you can have it pinned to a group board and to your personal board or your business board. Um, and then if you, you create a whole bunch of pins and you're like, all right, I want these to go out, it can create a whole schedule for you so that you don't have to 
individually schedule each item, it'll create a schedule for stuff to go out so that it just is sending content out for X amount of time. And you can give it all the different kinds of parameters, how often you want it to post to different boards and things like that. So um, it's a very powerful tool. I, I do really like Tailwind, <laughs> and which is why I still actually use Tailwind, even though I haven't been pinning to Pinterest in forever. Um, and then they also have communities where you connect with other people. So this is actually really nice to have a platform where you can share your pins and be like, hey, here's a bunch of stuff that I create. Um, you're also a fiber artist. You also have folks who love yarny things. If you think this is something your specific audience is going to be interested in, might be something you want to pin. Um, and then you have more people sharing your stuff across. And so then they just pin, they, they're, they're then pinning your pin to their board, which is a good thing. Um, like, like just, it, it, it's the same idea as if a consumer were to be pinning to their board to save it. So, and then you get in front of their audience as well. And, um, oh, and Pintelland also has the ability to pin your stuff to, or not pin, schedule Instagram content. Um, so that's, that's an option as well inside of Tailwind. So it's not just Pinterest. Um, and then this isn't posting your content, but another thing to keep in mind is SEO research. Again, SEO is search engine optimization, which is the idea that um, you are optimizing the words, descriptions, titles that you are using to match what folks are actually searching for. Um, and really great way to do this, the best way Pinterest tells you to do this is, or the Pinterest um, strategists who have connections with Pinterest, um, is to search on Pinterest itself. So you can go to the search bar and start searching sock knitting pattern and see what else pops up, um, like just in the search bar. That gives you an idea of what other people are searching for. Additionally, if you search sock knitting pattern, click enter um, and do the search, you can see like other recommendations that Pinterest has at the top of the screen. So then that gives you an idea also of what people are searching for um, and different ways to become more specific with your keywords. So it might say striped or it might say lace or it might say cables. Um, and so then that gives you an idea of, oh, this is a striped cable sock knitting pattern. And that's the kind of keywords you can use. Um, so for SEO research, you can use Pinterest um, and it's totally free to use. It gives you the data of what, what they, what folks are actually searching for. So um, now let's talk about names and considerations to keep in mind on whether you want to use Pinterest or not. First of all, Consider your current marketing strategy. What are you doing? What is working? What is not working? How much time do you have to dedicate to 
a marketing strategy, specifically a new marketing strategy. So if you're already spending lots and lots of time on Instagram, you're like, I don't have a single second left. It'll be really important to decide, is it worth adding or replacing (laughs) um, to Instagram? To, or like like adding an addition to Instagram, which if you don't have a single second additional left in your life, probably not. Um, so then are you going to replace some of your Instagram time with Pinterest time? Um, and if you don't aren't doing any marketing, all right, how much time can you allot? Where are your people at? Are your people the kind of people who are on Pinterest? Um, and a way to do that is maybe if you're very niche, uh, you design tabled sweater knitting patterns for dogs. You can search that and see if there's anything on Pinterest. Um, you can also test it for a little bit. Say you schedule out 25 pins over 90 days, 60 days. Um, and see if folks are showing interest in it. If if they're even looking at it or clicking on it, anything like that. If they're pinning it to their own boards. Um, and then of course, tip number two is to know your SEO. SEO platforms, search engine platforms like Google, aka blogging websites and Pinterest are very, very powerful, but you only can really step into that power so much if you know your keywords, if you know what people are searching for, if you are using the keywords that people are searching for so that people actually find your item. All right, that is a very quick overview of Pinterest, what it is, why you might choose to use it, how to use it, a few different features of Pinterest, and Tailwind. Um, I hope it gave you a good overview. If you have additional questions, of course, go ahead and reach out to me at Pattern Design Circle on Instagram. Um, And if you're really looking at diving deeper into marketing strategies, whether that's specific to a platform, or um, just really trying to nail down your marketing strategy in general, your branding. We do all of that inside of the Pattern Design Circle. We have amazing guest speakers and I have coaching um, and we'll have courses coming in the future to Pattern Design Circle. So you can check that out. Also, the links are all inside of the the show notes. So there's the affiliate link, um, which I'll include the discount for Tealwind. and pattern designs are a link there in the bio in the description so um happy pinning if you decide to go through pinterest i would i would love to hear if this actually this influences you and and your opinion on pinterest so i'll catch you on the next one wow thanks so much for listening to this episode if you found it valuable please share the podcast with a designer friend and if you have a minute leave a review it's so helpful for me and means the world to me Chat soon.